Hey, what's up, everybody? Jeremiah Krakowski here. Welcome to the Grow Your Life podcast. I'm so thankful that you're here to join us. This is for coaches, mentors, trainers, and thought leaders who want to scale their businesses and make multiple six figures online. We provide you with strategies, mindset, everything that you need to be able to accomplish this. Listen, if you haven't yet been a part of one of our live events that we do, check us out on my social media on Facebook and Instagram or Twitter and register for one of the next upcoming events that we're doing. My mission is to help create over a thousand millionaire coaches and that starts by helping you make a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, a million dollars in your coaching business step by step and no matter where you're at, no matter where you're coming from, we have resources and trainings to help you do so. And, and they don't cost anything either, which is awesome. We have so much available to you that there's no reason that if you're connected with us that you should ever struggle to scale your business to make seven figures at all. And that's my mission, is to help you make more money than you ever thought was possible. Now today, I'm gonna be talking about something that, hey, it's gonna challenge you, it's a little bit controversial, but I firmly believe in this, is that I think one of the greatest reasons why most coaches, mentors, and trainers struggle to make the kind of money they want to make is their desire to do everything right. Is this this desire to have excellence. And their desire to do everything right and have excellence is actually the very thing that keeps them from making the kind of money they want to make. Often, they're so concerned with people being disappointed people not liking what they put out there, people being upset that they're emailing them too often, people, you know, being upset that something was said a certain way that maybe alienated a certain segment of the market. All of these things I find ultimately stem from being concerned with how other people perceive us, how they will judge us, and the opinions that other people have about us. And we end up believing that in order to make the kind of money that we wanna make in our business, we have to please everybody. We have to make everybody happy by doing all the right thing. And often this comes from, whether it be your family of origin, parents, how you grew up, or the environment that you're in. And it's usually those two things, or maybe an environment that you've recently left, like a, a certain corporate job or something like that we end up getting trained that if I can do all the right things, then I will be successful. And this thinking is flawed. And by me even saying that, it's gonna be challenging a paradigm that you might have about business. The truth is this, is that because Business is so nuanced that if it was possible to prescriptionize doing all the right things, we would have way more millionaires because people would just be following the steps. And there's a fantasy belief that successful people, you might even think this about me, hold back the keys to the kingdom of what it takes to be successful. I'll tell you this straight off the bat. There's a lot of great coaches, a lot of great mentors, a lot of great people out there that teach amazing things. 
There's a lot of crappy ones too, of course, but the ones that teach really good stuff, they're not holding back. It's that most people are hearing the message through the lens of their beliefs and their experience and they're filtering it. It comes in their ears or their eyes, right? Because of how we receive information. We read it or we listen to it, okay? You're listening to this podcast right now. Maybe you're watching the video of it. And so we receive information through our ears or our eyes and we filter it through our 30, 40, 50 years of experience. And oftentimes what goes in doesn't come out exactly the same way. And so what, what, what I often find happen is, and, and this is from me working with thousands of coaches, trainers, and mentors, is they tell me, Jeremiah, I'm doing all the right things and nothing is happening successfully. And then when I start asking them what they're doing, it's legitimately all the wrong things. <laughs> but according to how they perceived it, it was all the right things. And, 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 and sadly, uh, most of the time, it's, it's not as simple as me just telling them all the right things to do because they will end up filtering it the exact same way they have from everybody else. And so I can literally give them all the right things and they will end up maybe adjusting a few things. But there's always like a limiter and a, and a line that people aren't willing to cross. And this line that people have that they're not willing to cross with their actions is what prevents them from being successful financially. Now, don't take this to the extreme. I'm not encouraging you to uh, you know do anything immoral or illegal when I say crossing a line. What I'm saying is, is often it's like what we're comfortable doing or what we have a habit of doing. And that, it, my friends, is where the rub is, is oftentimes what we have a habit or what we're comfortable doing is outside of the realm of what it actually takes to be successful. But in our mind, we're doing all the right things because it's based on the experience of the years of our life that we've spent. And so we translate XYZ into all the right things. Okay. It's like a math equation, but, but the brain is the filter. Okay. And so what ends up happening is over time, because it does actually take time. I, I've seen it so often. I'll meet somebody a year ago and they'll be like struggling to translate what they need to do. And they finally get it like a year or two later. And it's like, <laughs> and then they start to see the success or they take five years or 10 years to do this. You know, I, I remember I had a client you know, she's on year seven in her business. And that's when she finally started making six figures. The six years up to that, she wasn't making very much at all. Now we can judge the coach and say, oh, that coach was bad that they had, or that coach failed them, or that coach didn't do very well. And we can point fingers, but all that is, is just blaming outside circumstances for why we aren't where we want to be. Now, oftentimes I have found a lot of coaches don't understand where people are coming from. They may not have empathy for certain situations. They may also struggle to actually listen and be able to give the strategic advice or ask the right questions. So there is a little bit of that nuance there. If you can get really good at the ability of asking questions of people when you're coaching them, you will get a lot better at being able to guide them that way. And we have trainings in our, in our coaching program where we help you on how to coach people, how to ask the right questions, and how to listen actively better to be able to give better advice to people. This is a big methodology that I use is I pay attention to 
all the people that come into our space, that listen to our podcast, that join our coaching programs, what are they dealing with? And I can tell you this one thing right here. Trying to do all the right things is what stops people from success. It's the interpretation of how they, of what they believe the right things are. So they're, they're trying to do all the right things. They might even be doing all the right things. But there's like one little piece that they interpreted off. And oftentimes finding that interpretation, that's the process that sometimes takes 6, 12, 18, 24 months to get there. And it can feel like you're just banging your head against the wall and nothing is being successful. This is why most people walk away from success when they're just three feet away from gold. When they're just three feet away from finally striking it rich in their business, they walk away. And this is why when we really boil it down, the obstacle, what seems to be stopping us, what seems to be blocking us, the resistance that we run up against is actually a direct indicator of the path that we're meant to go down. And so you might be saying, okay, well, going down that path would mean that I do something wrong or what I thought was wrong previously. There are things I do today in my business that I previously thought were wrong and, and not morally wrong or anything like that, but just I, I thought that best practice wise doing those things weren't the right thing to do. And now today I'm doing the things that are the right things to do and we're successful. And so you might be saying, wait a sec, Jeremiah, you just said you're doing all the right things and now you're successful. I'm trying to do all the right things and I'm not successful. What's the difference here? You just said the biggest problem is people are trying to do all the right things. Now you're contradicting yourself. No, we're not. Okay. Because it's all based on what we perceive and believe the right things to do are. And you're not really going to discover in your unique business what those right things are without experimentation. Okay? And so having an experimentation mindset, like a child being willing to test things out, try things out, being willing to fail, being willing to see things not work out, being willing to make a mess, fall flat on your face and fail and being okay with it. See, that, okay, that is the line most people are unwilling to cross. They're too afraid of consequences. They're too afraid of what might happen if the negative consequences of me doing the quote unquote wrong thing. And they're not willing to test out an experiment just to see what happens. And sadly, oftentimes because of this, they end up repeating the pattern of actually doing all the wrong things repeatedly while simultaneously believing that they are all the right things. And they feel agitated and disappointed and frustrated because I'm doing all the right things and nothing seems to be working. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. And this isn't a, to, to judge or to, to put you down if that's you. You might be, be feeling a little exposed here. But what I'm saying, what I want to say is you want to give yourself grace. You want to give yourself compassion. You want to realize you've been, you've been doing your best. And so that's great. Start there because that's a great place to start. The more you love yourself, the more opportunity you're going to have to reach your goals. But here's what I want to tell you. When's the last time that you had a vision for where you're going in your life? When's the last time you gave yourself an opportunity to visualize the future that you want? 
You might be saying, well, that's woo-woo crap. No, it's not. Because when we head in the direction of our vision, instead of trying to do all the right things, see, in the direction that you go towards your vision, there may be some actions that you have judged as, eh, I don't want to do that, but it'll get me to my vision that you might literally have to do. You might literally have to do the very thing that you've been trying to avoid to do at the beginning stages of your business. See, I see this happen often. Here's a great example. A lot of people want the dream of evergreen when it comes to their offers and their their coaching and getting clients, the dream of evergreen, right? But they don't realize to get to the dream of evergreen, you actually have to do a live presentation and you might have to do the live presentation a few times over. And it might take more effort and energy than you wanted to put into it. You might say the returns aren't what I expected. Over time, those returns, as you stay consistent, start to increase. And listen, the very best way to grow a coaching business right now is by doing live virtual events where we end up talking and communicating with our potential target customer and we do a sales pitch to sell them on our programs. It's the very best way to get clients. It's the very best way to grow your email list. And yet I meet a lot of people that are trying to do everything but that to grow their coaching business and then wondering why they're struggling. Well, because that formula is the very best formula to be able to be successful, but you might fail at it your first couple of times out. Nobody might show up. Nobody might buy from you. And so that's where we got to optimize. We got to tweak. We got to adjust. We got to look at, okay, how do we make this better? How do we improve our sales pitch? How do we improve our customer acquisition process? We've done this in our business in the last month, we've lowered our ad spend by 50% while increasing the output of how many leads we're getting by 50%. We've almost pretty much doubled our results while cutting our budget in half. It's incredible. And we've actually done that between 15 and 25% increase every single month for the last year. Optimizing our campaign, making being able to squeeze more profits out of the same activity. And so by doing that, that allows us to be able to automate things, to be able to move things into Evergreen, to be able to, to, to run a recording that we already know is a proven sales pitch and to be able to bring in clients. But it didn't start that way, okay? You know, I see so many people, they're waiting until things in their life go how they want them to and they become so attached to the version of their future that they wanted that they miss out on being able to take advantage of the opportunities that present itself. You know, ChatGPT is a great example of this. It only has enough information up to 2021. 2021 is the knowledge cutoff of ChatGPT. There are people right now that refuse to use ChatGPT because it's outdated to 2021. When there are plenty of opportunities, we use it every single day. I used it to come up with what I wanted to talk about today in this podcast episode. I used it 30 other times a day to help come up with emails and marketing and, and Facebook ads and, and a script for my Facebook ads. And, and we show you how to do that in our coaching program. Like 
half the stuff that you used to have to manually do when it comes to copywriting, ChatGPT just does it when you give it the right prompts. Super easy. Super simple. Saves you lots of time. Saves you a lot of energy that we used to have to do manually. But people will refuse to use it because, oh, it's not right. I've even heard people, it's the devil. You know, Satan is inside of the AI and it's the devil giving you good information. So they refuse to <laughs> use it because they think it's actually the spirit of Satan giving them the stuff inside of ChatGPT, whatever. I think it's kind of silly. <laughs> but they will refuse to do what is going to make them be successful in their business because there are beliefs about lines that they're not willing to cross. If somebody has a line that they're not willing to cross in their business, I refuse to use artificial intelligence to write copy because I think it's Satan. In this marketplace, they're going to be left behind by business owners that are willing to do that. And so that becomes a line that that person is unwilling to cross that's preventing them from being successful. And again, you know, they may, it may be a moral issue to them at that point. In this marketplace, um, you're going to get eaten alive if you're not using AI to market your business, to market your coaching, your mentoring, your training, and even using it to augment your training. I now use ChatGPT because I've gotten really good at tuning it to actually augment my coaching. It actually helps me get better at my coaching. It helps me make better arguments. It helps me influence better. I have it help me help you guys understand what I'm talking about often, very often. It's made my sales pitches better. It's made everything better, in fact. But there are people who won't use it. And they will continue to struggle to get customers and clients and wonder why am I struggling when literally the opportunity is right in front of them to succeed but they say no to it because they're doing all the right things and so understand that the desire to do all the right things exactly in the controlled version that we've come up with in our mind listen you want to head towards a vision but you want to hold loosely to how you reach that vision if you hold so tightly to how you reach a specific vision, it will often escape you. And so when we can learn to let go of how we're going to get to the destination and we become more fluid in the process part of it, we can start to trust the process to say, okay, maybe I go in this direction that I previously had avoided out of fear and worry, but now I know, okay, that's the right path to go. You know, Nine months ago, I was very much trying to avoid working with people that were making under $200,000 a year, that were perfectionists, that were struggling with a lot of these things. And so I had to grow over the last nine months in my confidence to be able to work with that market. Now we're actually working with that market. We're attracting more people from that segment because a lot of them are really attracted to me. They're really attracted to what we're doing and they want to know how to be successful. And so I, there's a whole segment of the market that I need to serve, but I had to grow in the skill set to serve that market. See what I'm saying? And so it was a line that I wasn't willing to cross six months ago. Now I am. And we're actually starting to, our business is scaling because of it faster. Okay. And so ultimately, you've got to look at what are those sacred cows that you said, I am unwilling to cross that line because I'm trying to do all the right things in your business. 
And what are some of those things that you've been avoiding because it's been too hard to go in that direction? It might just be. In fact, I, 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 I can say this with confidence. It probably is the path that you should be going down. The path of resistance in this business is often the path to success. And it will start to become easy. It will start to become the path of least resistance. It's actually really cool. Once you start to like get good at doing this and, and discerning this and understanding it, the path of the most resistance actually becomes the path of least resistance. And that's where it gets really, really fun, really, really easy. But there is a transition period where you go through where it might be scary. It might be hard. You might have to do the very things that you have said, I will never do that. I've, I'm doing things today that I've said, I will never do that. <laughs> and yet I'm doing them on a regular basis. And that's how our business is making the kind of money that we're making. And I'm excited to pass this on to you. And so hopefully this inspires you. Listen, this is an advanced level training right here that I've given in this podcast episode. And that's what this podcast episode list is. If you go through all the previous episodes of this podcast, they are advanced level trainings that will change your life, change your mind, change your business if you start to apply them. I would actually go in reverse order and kind of listen to them all backwards, personally. I would not start at episode one. I would go backwards and listen through them. You'll get a lot of value. And listen, if you want to join our coaching program, the Client Growth Accelerator, get on the waiting list. When we open the doors to it again, you'll be the first to know to jump into that. In the meantime, join us for some of the free events that we have. Go through the podcast episodes. Check out all the YouTube videos that we do. We got lots of content that can help you succeed. I can't wait to help you become the millionaire coach that you know you can be. We'll talk soon, everybody. Grow your life. Have a good one.